and she agreed with me. And so I think this time she threatened that I'm coming without you if you don't join us. So guess what? We're glad that she brought her mom and dad tonight. Hallelujah. Let's give them all a hand. Brother Hunt, we love you. Great to have you here. And she told us, see, she just got her license, driver's license, a month or two ago. And she, it's a two-hour drive here. She asked me a week or so ago, she said, would it be okay? If after church on one Sunday, if I drive to Newark, now it's for church, and then I'm coming back. I'm like, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm glad you want to be in church, but you're not going without us. So, praise God. I want to give honor to Pastor Sister Showstrand. Such an honor to be here. I love this church. Great people, and, and I say this every time, and it sounds like rhetoric, but I, they, listen, these, these amazing, amazing Christians have impacted my life in ways that's unmeasurable. And I mean that. You all have impacted our lives. And I appreciate you. And it's so good to be in church with Bishop and Sister Showstrand tonight. We love you all as well. But I came tonight, and I believe the Lord is going to do something in this service for somebody. So I want you to turn to Philippians chapter 4 and verse 19. I won't be real long tonight because I want to give the Lord time to work. Philippians chapter 4 and verse 19. It says, but my God shall supply all your needs. Say, I want you to say, my God, my God. shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I want you, I want to preach to you for a little bit on the title carried to the table and I, I'm going to talk about somebody tonight that, that we don't hear about a whole lot but I want to start tonight in Acts chapter 3 and verse 2 and kind of lay a basis here in Acts chapter 3 and verse 2 it says and a certain lame man from his mother's womb was carried whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple which was called beautiful and asked alms of them that entered into the temple now I want to turn your attention here. He does not have a name. He's not named. He is just simply known as a lame man or the lame man. That is all that we know about, the, the, about him. And then in John chapter 5 verse 3 and 4 and it says, And those laid a great multitude of impotent folk of, of blind halt withered waiting for the moving of the waters for the angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the waters. Whosoever then first after the troubling of the waters stepped in was made whole and whosoever disease uh, he had. So right here, they, everybody was waiting around this pool and they was, they was waiting on the angel in a certain season to come and trouble the waters. And the first person that got into the waters, guess what? They was made whole. So, so we know that there was a lot of folks around here that was sick. The Bible tells us that. But in the book of Mark, Mark has a man with a withered hand. And that's how we know him. And we don't know his name, but there is a man in the Bible named Mephibosheth. 
And the Bible says that he was dropped as a small child and that he was handicapped and he was, he was never referred to as the lame man, but we know his name. We know his name. Now listen, I, I was thinking about this a while back. My whole life I grew up in church and, and I've had some of the most amazing Sunday school teachers of my, in, in the whole world. And I've taught Sunday school for years and years and years. And I don't ever remember uh, as a child learning about Mephibosheth in the Bible. I don't remember coloring a coloring sheet. I don't remember the story being told of Mephibosheth. But I, I want to tell you there is a story here that will change your life tonight. But, but this Bible story here that, that we've never heard about. But I want to say this Mephibosheth was the son was the son of Jonathan, and he was the grandson of the, of the king Saul. But the first time, the first time in all of the scriptures that he's mentioned is in 2 Samuel chapter 4 and verse 4. And it says, In Jonathan, Saul's son, had a son that was lame of his feet. He was five years old, and when tidings came of Saul and Jonathan out of Jezreel, and his nurse took him up and fled. And it came to pass as, as she had haste to flee that he fell and became lame. And, and his name was Mephibosheth. Now, I'm building a, a basis for you here. Mephibosheth ended up living in, in a town called Lodabar. And you, you, can, you can look and see what the meaning of Lodabar is, but that is without pasture, is what that means. And I wonder sometimes in church, people that's maybe gotten hurt in church, that, that, that maybe, maybe, maybe you're sitting in here right now and, and you're dwelling in Lodabar tonight. Maybe through hurts and pains and things that you've been through. Maybe you feel like you're just without pasture. Maybe you've been hurt in the past or handicapped in the past. And you feel like you're dwelling in the place of low debar today. That's happened a lot. But now listen, according to uh, the ISB Encyclopedia Mephibosheth's life, it describes it as a series of disasters, a series of disappointments, anxiety. It says that he was weary and broken, and it says that he was a desperate soul. That, that's possibly why that I never colored his picture in Sunday school. That's possibly why that I don't ever remember ever seeing them using Mephibosheth on a flannel graph. I'm dating myself. We still use flannel graphs in Belpering. I like them. But listen, this is where the story turns. Many years later, we find David. David is, is setting in as his new role as king of Israel. And he had just completed a successful battle with the Philistines. And the celebration was cut short when he remembered the covenant that he had made with his late friend Jonathan, And we can find that in 1 Samuel chapter 20 and verse 42. And it says, And Jonathan said to David, Go in peace, wherefore, as we have sworn both of us in the name of the Lord, saying, The Lord be between me and thee, and between my seed and thy seed forever. And he arose and departed, and Jonathan went into the city. Now listen, David 
then began to look now and see if Jonathan had any descendants. He began to, because there was a covenant that was made. And, and he got the answer back from one of the former servants of, of King Saul. And he got that in 2 Samuel 9 and 3. And the king said, Is there not yet any of the house of Saul that I may show the kindness of God unto? And Zebah said unto the king, Jonathan hath yet a son, which is lame in on, lame on his feet, which meant that, that Mephibosheth was still handicapped. He was still in the town of Lo. He was still at Lodabar. He was still maybe completely paralyzed on his feet. Couldn't move him whatsoever. But yet he was a descendant of Jonathan. It didn't matter. It didn't matter to David who immediately sent for him to be brought from Lodabar. 2 Samuel 9 and 7, And David said unto him, Fear not, for I will surely show thee kindness for Jonathan thy father's sake, and will restore thee all the land of Saul thy father, and thou shalt eat bread at my table continually. This is the turning point of the whole story. This is the turning point of somebody that, that, that became handicapped as a young child, ended up in Lodabar, a place without pasture, and had lived a life desperate, had lived a life of hurt and pain and agony and heartbreaks. One problem after another problem after another problem after another problem. But what he didn't realize is that there was a covenant made. And, and, and it was coming down the road soon. And his time was fixing to change. A life previously characterized with heartaches, disappointment. He was getting ready to enjoy life now, worry-free. For the first time, listen, for the first time in Mephibosheth's life, he didn't see brokenness anymore. Now he's seen some worth in his life. Hey, the king's wanting me. Hey, they're, summons, hey, they're, they're sending some guys after me. Wow. Look at me. Guess great. You know what? It might be looking up. I'm ready to leave Lodabar now. Guess what? I have a place with pasture. I, somebody wants me. Somebody needs me. I want to tell somebody in Lodabar tonight. You're needed. You're summons to the king's table. <laughs> There's want. There's need. There's a place set for you. There's a table set for you. You're needed at the king's table. No matter the handicap, no matter what you've been through, there's a place for you at the table. 2 Samuel 9 and 3, So Mephibosheth dwelt in Jerusalem, for he did eat continually at the king's table and was lame on both feet. This is the most amazing thing to me. Mephibosheth sat there he was still lame on both feet. He sat there at the king's table. He enjoyed the dinner at the king's table. He wasn't healed. He wasn't made whole. But he was at the king's table. Do you understand what happens at the king's table? When you sit at the king's table... As Mephibosheth sat there, 
And servants shoved him up to the table and he sat there, everything before him. His provisions was in front of him. There is nothing that he needed that was out of arm's reach. Everything was there. Servants would bring things. And let me tell you what happened. When he was sitting, when he sat at the king's table, honey, he could look down and no longer seen a handicap. He no longer seen lame legs. Guess what happens when you sit at the king's table? You're made whole when you're at the king's table. <laughs> he was paralyzed. But when he sat there, he couldn't see it. It was, it was taken care of by the master's table, by everything that had been laid out and set before him. All of his provisions was there. Psalm 36 and 23 says this, Who remembered us in our low estate for His mercy, for His mercy, I said for His mercy, endureth forever and ever and ever. I'm talking to somebody tonight. Your brokenness, your heartache can be concealed at the table of the Lord. It doesn't matter where you came from when you're sitting at the king's table. It doesn't, matter. it doesn't matter how much you got in your wallet at the king's table. Everything's free at the king's table. It doesn't matter what side of the tracks you come from when you're at the king's table. It doesn't matter what, what status you are when you're at the king's table. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you do at the king's table. All that matters is your act. The king's table. Provisions are made at the table. It didn't matter. It don't matter about your handicaps at the king's table. It doesn't matter about your infirmities at the king's table. It doesn't matter. Your future is defined at that king's table. Everything changes at the king's table. You're forgiven at the king's table. Salvation starts at the king's table. Healing happens at the king's table. Do you understand? He had no handicap. It was not in front of him. It was covered by the king. Yes. Yes. Provisions had covered it. I want to say this. You don't understand tonight. Because if you did, I'm just going to be very blunt. If you understood, if you understood about the king's table, you'd be on your feet and you'd be running laps around this place. Tonight, you'd be shouting the chandeliers down if you really understood what happens at the king's table, who you're eating with at the king's table, who you're breaking bread with at the king's table. Because the king's there. All of your provisions, do you understand? Your provisions is different from your provisions. And whatever you need is at the table. Whatever you need is at the table. Whatever you need is at the table. It's what, it doesn't matter what you need. Listen, it's set for you, honey. It's just what you need. Because of who is at the table. The Bible refers to Him as the Almighty. The Alpha. The Omega. The Author of Life. The Bread from Heaven. The Bread of Life. The Chief Shepherd. Christ. Deliver. Emmanuel. The faithful true witness. That's who's at the table. The gate 
God, the Good Shepherd, that's who's at the table with me, honey. Yes, yes. Heirs of all things, the High Priest, the Holy and Righteous One, the Horn of Salvation, the I Am, the King of the Jews, the Lamb of God, the Last Adam, the Light of the World, the Lion of the Tribe of Judah is who I'm sitting with. The Lord, the Lord of all, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, Lord of glory, the Master, the Messiah, the Morning Star, our Passover Lamb, the Prince of Peace, Salvation, the Son of Man, the Way, the Truth, and the Life. Listen, the Word. And nobody, nobody gets shortchanged at my King's table. Everything's there. Whatever you need. So I came to tell you tonight, I don't care what you're going through. It doesn't matter what hurts you're going through. It doesn't matter what happened last year, last month, or ten years ago. The only thing that matters is you're here and the king's table's here. It's time to belly up to the king's table. There's a seat set for you at the king's table. Provision is for you at the king's table. Your handicap disappears at the king's table. When you're here at the king's table. Listen, you wasn't. The devil wants to tell you. You know what? I should just give up. You're never going to be accepted at the table. Your handicap can't ever be concealed at that table. You've done too much. You've said too much. Too much has happened for you to, for the table to cover your handicap. You belong in low Debar. That's the place where you should be. Listen, that's a lie from the pits of hell. You've got a place waiting on you at the table. You've got a place waiting on you. Servants is coming. It's time to come out of low Debar tonight. There's a place at the table for you. Listen, we was not saved. I'm just going to I'm going to be honest with you. I've been in church my whole life. The Lord did not save me for me to walk into church and to sit on a church pew for the rest of my life. I wasn't saved for that. I wasn't saved for that because there was provisions out. Everything was, was laid out for me. I, let me tell you, I was called to do more than to sit in a pew. Because I'm special. Because I'm at the king's table. How many at Thanksgiving? My poor daughter's still in this. You have a big table for the adults and you got a little table for the kids. Poor Marley, she's still stuck at the little kid's table. She says, when, when am I ever going to get a sit at the big table? Listen, things happen when you're at the table. Provisions is made at the table. I want to say this. You wasn't saved just to sit there. You wasn't saved Listen, you wasn't saved to backslide. Is this thing on back here? 
Can you hear me okay? I said you wasn't saved to backslide. You didn't come to an altar and repent of your sins and be washed by the, washed by the blood of Jesus and filled with the Holy Ghost to die in a hellish world. You was, listen, you were saved to sit at the king's table. You were saved so your provisions could be met at the king's table. You're saved to make it all the way. You were saved to be anointed. You were saved. You were saved for a reason and a purpose. You wasn't saved to die and to go to hell. You were saved to hear, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. You were saved to go all the way and to make it. You were filled with the Holy Ghost to walk into the kingdom. You, 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 was, you was saved. You was brought out of Lodabar to the king's table so that you could walk on streets of gold. So you could just, so you could walk on streets of gold so you could crash, cast your crown at our Savior's feet. You were saved. You were saved for that. came here with a simple message from the Lord. The best part isn't what's on the menu. At the king's table, it's not the steak, it's not the, it's not the seafood, it's, it's not the prime rib, honey. The best thing at the king's table is who's at the king's table. The best thing about the king's table is my salvation is at the king's table. The best thing that's at the table, guess what? It is provision is at the table. Is that The best thing at the table is the one that brought me from low to bar to the king's table. The best thing at the table is not the menu honey the best thing is at the table is that my handicap is now covered hey tonight if you've you've never been in church before if it's if you're new in church <coughs> the king is in this house Maybe you're in load to bar. Maybe you've been in church your whole life. Maybe you're aggravated or disgusted. Maybe you're angry. I don't know. I don't have a clue. I'm from West Virginia. But I will say this. I came to the revelation not too long ago. I've had my feelings hurt. I've, I, listen, I've been, if you've been in church long enough, you're going to get your feelings hurt. But none of that really matters. None of that really matters. It hit me one day. The only thing that matters is that I made my way. I made my way on a Saturday. I was praying before church. I was praying before service on Sunday and I spent some time in prayer. And I made my way to my altar in Belpre and I laid across them and I realized, I realized that every bit of my provisions was right there. I realized it was right there the whole time. The people that got mad and walked out 
people that left, any of the troubles that I ever that, that ever happened. That only happens in Belpre. Doesn't happen here. I say this. I realized none of that mattered. And I was at the table. <laughs> Everything was covered at the table. All of a sudden handicaps was covered at the table. We're all standing tonight. <clears throat> if you've never been to the king's table, you're missing out on the feast of a lifetime. This is a, this is a table, this is a meal will change your life. Bondages are broke at the table. Addictions are broke at the table. Marriages are mended back together at the table. <laughs> it's put back together seamlessly at the king's table. So if you sit there and say, well, I'm not good enough. I can't do this. I can't do that. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. I don't care who you are. When you come to the king's table and I come to the king's table and they come to the king's table and they come to the king's table, we're all the same at the king's table. Everything is laid out before us. So today in this house, if you've never experienced what God has to offer, maybe you've maybe you've been coming and, and you just haven't you haven't you haven't really prayed. I tell you tonight's your night. Because there's a place set for you. Maybe it's been a while since you made it back to the altar. Maybe it was before COVID. I'm telling you, everything's okay uh, when you sit down at the table. Everything's taken care of. Maybe you're hurt. Maybe you've been going through some things. It's taken care of at the king's table. I challenge you tonight as they sing this altar's open maybe it's time to step out a load to bar to come to your seat at the master's table this altar's open this altar's open the table's set it's waiting for you there's a place for you here there's healing and provision for you here at the table let's sing hallelujah oh. the Lord is my shepherd